I've often said that I don't really watch movies. Well, if there's one genre I make an exception for, it is horror. My favorite series include Halloween, Scream, Friday the 13th, and Saw, staples of the horror genre. So it's safe to say I was super excited when Gun Interactive announced they were following up their awesome Friday the 13th game with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Does this game elevate the horror asymmetrical multiplayer genre, or is it just another Dead by Daylight copycat? My name's Kevin from Save the Game Media, and today we're taking a look at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Thank you so much to our friends over at Gun Interactive for providing a code for this review. If you're into brand new game reviews, make sure to subscribe to the channel. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a different spin on the 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer game that we've become accustomed to over the years. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is instead a 3v4 game where you have three killers known as the family, and they're going to hunt down four victims. The only caveat is that the team of killers must always include the iconic Leatherface. I think this is a nice change of pace. The simple change gets rid of one of the biggest issues I've had in previous games of this type. Everyone always wanted to be the killer, and when they didn't get it, they would leave. Opening up more killer slots alleviates this issue, especially when you're playing with friends as you can team up and kill victims together. Each character, killer, and victim has different stats and different things that they're going to excel in. Leatherface, for example, excels in killing, so his savagery is really high, but his mobility is not great. My favorite character, the Hitchhiker, has low savagery, but good endurance and blood gathering, as he focuses on quick swipes, setting traps, and is able to crawl through passages other killers can't. The victims focus on stats like toughness, which lets you fight back against the killers if you collect bone shards, or stealth, which lets you remain undetected. Speaking of stealth, one of the most important mechanics in this game is Grandpa. When the match starts, all four victims start in the basement with Leatherface, and the other two killers are upstairs and can't come down until Grandpa wakes up. Grandpa wakes up either when the victims make too much noise or when you feed him enough blood. Once he's awake, he will be able to detect victims if they're moving during certain gameplay moments. This is often illustrated by a visual or sound clue. So this is where gameplay loop gets introduced. The victims can't just wait the killers out. If the killers continue to feed Grandpa blood and level him up, eventually your position will be known at all times. This adds a sense of urgency for the victims to escape as quick as possible. Also adding urgency is the fact that the victims start bleeding out and their health deteriorates throughout the course of the match. The victim role is similar to the ones of other games of this ilk. You find tools and materials scattered around the map, open doors or gates, and ultimately escape the killers. However, in the hours I played as both killers and victims, I can honestly say that I don't particularly enjoy playing as the victim. You still feel at an incredible disadvantage compared to the killers, and honestly, I struggled knowing where to go. The basement tunnels on every map look basically the same, which makes it pretty difficult to find your way through. Teammates who often make too much noise can ruin your experience, and I just find, especially if you're playing solo, you're at a bigger disadvantage because you can't communicate with the fellow victims. Now, if you want to try and level the playing field, each character has their own unique skill tree, which will give you perks to help in your killing or escaping. I think the skill trees are quite good and deep. I'm not a fan that selecting certain pathways locks others off, especially as you can't see what potential perks are down the path. 
Within the skill trees, you will find attribute points. And I think this is one of the best additions. This allow you to boost your attributes of your characters. As I mentioned, the Hitchhiker is low savagery. However, if I boost it with the attribute points from within the skill tree, then suddenly my melee attacks are hitting much harder and I can kill faster. If I'm a victim and I want to up my stealth to sneak around easier without sacrificing my other attributes, this is perfect. I really, really like this feature and hope that other games in this genre take note. While the gameplay loop can be quite fun, especially with friends, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre does unfortunately have some shortcomings. It isn't the most technically impressive game. Visually, it doesn't blow me away. I've also run into quite a few visual bugs during my time playing the game. I also find that it can be a little bit too dark, making it hard to see what's going on. Well, I think the soundtrack, especially when it gets down to the final kill, is phenomenal in this game. It's too damn loud. Even after turning the music down, it makes it so hard to hear and listen for movement in your surroundings. Nothing that ruins my experience, but these things can be frustrating. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is certainly an improvement over Gunn's previous attempt with Friday the 13th. It's a game that clearly has a lot of love for the films and source material. It's an absolute blast when playing and coordinating with friends, but a frustrating, boring slog when playing solo. Three Killers is certainly better than one, but the game still falls into the failings of others in the genre. While I enjoy the game, I have to give this a wait for sale at its current $40 price tag. However, since the game is on Game Pass on Xbox and PC, I do recommend picking up the game if you have Game Pass and have some friends to play with. That's it. That's my review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let me know your thoughts down below. How are you feeling about the game? What horror franchises do you want to see get a game next? Until then, I've been Kevin for Save the Game Media. See ya.